Is this thing still on? I think it might be. Oh, my microphone's a little dusty. Hey, oh, hi there. Welcome. Did you miss me? So, what did I miss? Ah, uh, just playing, just playing. Hey, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Sports Bar Talk is back. And we are ready to bring some sports and food conversation into your life. Oh, it feels great to talk into a microphone again. It feels... I'm overjoyed to be back. I've been looking forward to this day since the day my finals ended. Uh, in college. Passed them all, by the way. Passed all my classes. Um, so what I was thinking to do today for the podcast... Kind of a little refresher, catch up what's been going on in my life, where the podcast has been the past nine months. You're probably wondering where it has been. Um, I know some people have wanted my takes on a couple sporting events that had happened in about the nine months. We have not had an episode, a lot of it NFL-related. So I'm, I figured, give you a little poopery um, of the past sporting events of the nine months, give you my takes on it. Because um, people were wondering what I think about Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. The, the whole Steelers QB controversy thing. Tom Brady coming back. We'll dig into that. But let's get let's get some housekeeping out of the way first. Um, where was I the past nine months? I was back at college. Back at Westminster. Uh, my first time in person at Westminster for classes since Mar- early March 2020. Right before COVID shut everything down. It was good to get back. Good to see my, bro- my, my brothers, my friends. A lot of old ones I saw, I saw my freshman year. And a lot of new ones that, like, new faces um, that had gotten to Westminster, whether they just finished their freshman year or they had came in 2020. Uh, passed all my classes. Um, it doesn't mean I was still keeping track of the sports. I was still watching a lot of sports every night, basically, unless I had a test to study for or something. I was watching... Baseball or UFC, the normals that you come to know me to love. Football, basketball, baseball, UFC, even the Ryder Cup. I did watch the Ryder Cup a little bit. Um, and of course, can't forget horse racing. Keeneland, of course, was around in October. By the way, I got to see that track during my spring break. And I also got to see Churchill Downs. We'll talk about Ritz Strike in a bit and the Belmont Stakes. We'll get to that. Hopefully I remember to get to that. No, we will get to that. We will get to that. That was a part of my poopery. By the way, I forgot to mention, if you listen to Mad Dog Unleashed on Mad Dog Sports Radio, he always does these pooperies all the time where he goes round-the-clock rapid-fire takes on sports. <laughs> okay. So, back to where I was. Well, so the reason I couldn't do a podcast at school. So, the dorm rooms at Westminster... Shout out to the dorm room I lived in this past year, Galbreath 225. Had a great room, great view of the Westminster Quad. Had my own potty and everything. Had a shower. All the nine yards was really good. I know most college kids envy my room. But, so in these dorm rooms at Westminster, the walls are very thin. And so, even if you whispered something, my next door neighbor could hear me. Or in my case, my dorm, since it had a bathroom in it, I'm right next to the bathrooms. And so, if someone was taking a shower, or doing their business in the toilet, they could hear me. And 
I didn't want to distract the flow of maybe someone studying. Um, although, in most cases, it's on my guy's floor. Most of the guys on my floor were athletes. They were playing video games and probably par- partying. But, um, so that's the big reason I couldn't do it. Um, there were some times where I, w- and where I wish I could be in front of a microphone, like the Brady stuff. NFL season, obviously. I gave out the... My, my picks this year were great. If only I could have done a podcast and gave them out. Would have been nice, but... Yeah, so that's where I was the past nine months. I was at college. The other... The other reason for bringing this back for a little season two, if you will, of Sports Bar Talk. I've been inspired to do podcasts again. Um... My cousin, who I've mentioned on this show before, Josh Vion, founder of Orchard 8 Media. And you probably, if you've seen the story I just did for my multimedia news and sports class, you probably would have seen the work I did um, on this. So my cousin Josh Vion, Orchard 8, does a lot of drone flying. Shows off hotels, houses, does sorority and fraternity photo shoots. Started a podcast with uh, my guy, Alex Mullen, or with my guys, Alex Mullen, who's a really good car detailer. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, go to him. He's detailed Chase Claypool's car and a couple of the other Steelers' cars, so he's legit. Um, Also used to be a pretty good hooper back in the day. Um, And then my guy... My guy, my, one of my bestest friends, who I who I really grew close with since coming back to college. My guy, John Popa. Doesn't have a business, but he has a TikTok page called J. Popa Workouts. Where he does inspirational stuff and posts him doing bench press stuff. They all started the podcast. They all started the podcast. And I, by the way, before we get to the podcast part... John Popa got me to my first ever frat party. A feat that didn't look like it would ever happen. But he got me to one. Even though I was there for like the last 30 minutes of the party. He got me there. Proud of Johnny got me there. And then he got me to another party. The weekend of finals. I got there, went there at 2 o'clock and I left at 2.30. And then the last day of classes they had a big quad party from like 8 to 1 a.m. That I got to go to. Um, on the quad. It was a fun time. If it wasn't for the Pope, I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be at a frat party. It'd still be over. But he got me to it. No one thought I'd ever go to a frat party. But it happened. But that's a story for another day. So, these three men started a podcast called the MVP Pod. I did a story on it. You might have checked. You might have been able to check it out. Um... And they've had some guests on, big-time guests, Joey Joy, on, I believe the show is called Too Hot to Hand from the one on Netflix, also a Westminster grad. They've also had a really good golfer that's now a Westminster alumni, Michael Bell. And I know they want to get a Steeler on there or some pro athlete, which I think is very possible. So they started their podcast, and I've kind of been watching and be like, you know, seeing my friends succeed... Wants me to get back in front of a microphone. Or behind a microphone. So. That's. 
part of the reason we're back doing this for the summer. Um, and I'd love to have them on as a guest, the three of them. Talk sports, life, whatever. It would be fun to have them on. I interviewed them for my story. They, I know they want to have me on the podcast. So kind of, you know, I know a lot of times in the business, if one radio host goes on someone else's radio show, the other radio host will return the favor and go on theirs. Kind of that little bit. So I would love to have them on Sports Bar Talk to talk the hustle of business, sports, and whatever. We just dig into whatever we want to talk about. It'd be fun to have them on. Um, so yeah, that's where I've been. Um, and that's part of the reason Sports Bar Talk is back in your lives. Let's see, this will drop on June 1st, today. Um, so, let's dig into the poopery of sports topics people have wanted my opinion on, and stuff I've been just waiting to give hard takes about. Um, why don't we start with the NFL broadcasting carousel? That was a pretty big one. And if you're in my world, that is big news. The big news, of course, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are no longer at Fox. Now, Troy, the Aikman one, when that happened, it came as a surprise when they announced Aikman was going to Monday Night Football. Because it looked like he was going to go to Amazon Prime's Thursday Night Football booth with Al Michaels. And then he'd take the one the weeks Fox had the 1 o'clock game. He would take that week off and do the when Fox would have the big 425 game, he would do that with Joe. And then, when Aikman was meeting with ESPN to discuss Monday Night Football, they said, hey, do you think Joe would be interested in jumping ship with you? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Siri just turned on. Um, one sec. Let's take a quick breather. Okay, not sure what happened there. I don't know what part of Joe Buck prompted the Apple lady to turn on there. Um, y'all know her name. I don't want to say it. So, basically where I was, the meetings... They met with Troy, they said, does Joe want to join you? And then they reached out to Joe Buck, and he got interested. Now, it'll feel weird, I think, come football season, not seeing... And granted, this is big because Fox is slated for the Super Bowl this year. And so, here we are. It's not going to be Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Now, Buck seems at peace with the decision. You know, he was giving... He, he, has to, he now has to give up baseball and World Series. Not to say he might come back and do maybe a regular season game for ESPN at some point. If it's like maybe a Cardinals game or something, they might have him on. I know he's done the Buck. Uh, they've tried the Manning cast for uh, the PGA Championship, and it was him and Michael Collins. So ESPN's head golf reporter. Um, so that was interesting. But Buck gives up baseball. He said he was only going to do it one more year anyway. Um, congrats to Joe Davis, by the way, the voice of the Dodgers. He was like Fox's lead baseball guy, except for the All-Star Game and the playoffs. He now gets to call the World Series, as well as the playoffs, alongside Mr. John Smoltz. Um, but Bucket, it's interesting he left, but it's a quality of life thing. He now works at the same company as his wife, Michelle Beisner Buck. Um, more time with his kids is what he cited during the week. It'll be interesting, but I tell you what, Fox... 
especially when we get to the NFC Championship game and maybe like a big 425 game and the Super Bowl. It's going to feel weird not having Buck and Aikman. And Buck and Aikman are not my favorite NFL booth, but they're credible. They've done it for... Joe Buck's been at Fox since the beginning when they got baseball and the football. Um, It'll be interesting. So, obviously, now there's a void at Fox. What happens there? Well, I had advocated for this move. I believe Kevin Burkhart is one of the best play-by-play guys in the NFL, I think, in my opinion, behind Ian Eagle and Jim Nance, as well as Al Michaels and Tariko. I believe that is like the Mount Rushmore more for me is those five or six in terms of play-by-play. And I had been advocating for him to get promoted this whole time to the number one booth. And they gave it to him. Smart call. Um, of course, back in the day, he worked with Charles Davis and, and of course, John Lynch then. Lynch takes the Niners job. They Davis Charles Davis leaves the college gig with Gus Johnson. And in 2020, right when COVID first hit, Charles Davis announced he was leaving Fox to take to join the number two team at CBS. So, oh, excuse me. Kevin Burkhart gets promoted. Who's going to join him? Well, there's a lot of talk. You know, you have either Sean Payton. Now, Payton's going to be in the studio on Fox NFL kickoff. And then when Fox doesn't have 425 games, Jimmy John, he'll, fill, he'll be in Jimmy Johnson's seat. Um, I'm not sure if Jimmy Johnson will join from his house in Florida like he did during the past two seasons. We'll see. But, so Sean Payton takes a studio role. Probably smart because if the plan goes to place and the Cowboys don't do well and daily part ways with Mike McCartney after his contract goes, Sean Payton could easily end up in Dallas. Um, the other one was Drew Brees. Now, it sounds like he's on the way out of NBC. Now, what does he do next? He did tweet that those reports aren't true. I could, I'm undecided. He could go back to NBC. Could go to another network. He even said, and it's hard to tell if he's joking at this point. I kind of don't think he might be. Just because he could go back to playing for the Saints. Now, as long as I don't know about that, as long as Jameis Winston stays healthy, I think the Saints are fine. Um, but we'll see there. So here comes the interesting part. If you're Fox, who do you go with? Well, the most logical choice, in my opinion, would have been Greg Olson. He worked with Kevin last year. He's a great color guy. I I loved I don't like much of the broadcasting teams at Fox other than other than Kevin and Greg last season. I really enjoyed hearing Kevin Kugler and and his broadcast partner. I'm drawing the blank on his name at the moment. It'll come to me. And then I really enjoyed Adam Amin and Mark Slareff. I know the internet didn't really like Mark Slareff enough a lot. I didn't mind him. I love Adam Amin. He's the voice of the Chicago Bulls on television. Um, he's a very solid announcer. Gets into it, too. Um, used to be at ESPN, too. Was a great college sports announcer at ESPN. Called it some baseball as well. But, so, then we find out a couple weeks ago, Tom Brady signs a mega deal. For when he retires, similar to the Drew Brees deal a couple years ago, Drew Brees signed a deal that he was going to go to NBC when he retired. So when Brady retires, he will be alongside Kevin Burkhardt in the Fox number one booth. Well, 
One problem, Tom Brady unretired. So, it's going to be Greg Olson who's going to be the interim A color analyst until Brady basically retires. Now, who knows when that'll be? Could that be after this year? Might Brady come back this year and then go to another team like maybe the Dolphins or the 49ers? We'll see. But the loser in this is Greg Olson. So this is a big year for Greg Olson because if he has a big year this year and Fox goes through with their plan of going to Brady, Olson could find himself in a spot where he could potentially end up at another network for a number one job. Maybe Chris Collinsworth would want to walk away from NBC. I know he just signed an extension, but you never know. He might want to retire. Um, and also, before we get to the next spot, other NFL broadcasting carousel stuff. Al Michaels goes to Amazon. More on that in a sec. Mike Tirico slides in. Good for Mike. Hasn't really had a big NFL job since leaving Monday Night Football for NBC in 2016. He's back there. And then the other big one is Amazon, of course, Thursday Night Football. This is a booth I am going to really enjoy on Thursday nights. Anytime you get these two men calling a game, it's a big deal and a big game. So for play-by-play, you're going to get Al Michaels, the legend, the man who called the miracle on ice, and of course this past Super Bowl, and he's tied for like the record for most Super Bowls announced. And then how about this? Kirk Herbstreet. Yes, college football's Kirk Herbstreet will be the color commentator. Now, for those of you sitting here thinking, oh no, I'm going to miss Herbstreet on college game day in... College football on Saturdays. Well, guess what? His role in that's not changing. So, he's going to have a lot of hard extra work to do this year. So, what he'll do is he'll call Thursday Night Football, and then immediately from wherever the Thursday Night game is, he'll fly to wherever game day is, do game day, and then either fly to wherever the Saturday, the big game him and Chris are going to call him college-wise is, or just stay there and call the game. So... It's a win-win for everybody. Kirk Herbstreit talked about he, he Kirk Herbstreit always talked about it. So in 2020 they did the Monday Night Football doubleheader. They did that game, and he always said when there was a Monday Night Football vacancy in the color commentary spot, he was like, you know, I could handle doing game day in a college game on Saturday and then doing Monday Night Football. So it works out perfectly. I'll be eager to see. If it affects him, the college-wise. I don't think it will. He's the best of the best. We'll see, though. I think it'd be interesting to see. Now, Al, him and Al Michaels are going to be fantastic together. It's going to be great. And the Thursday night football schedule looks good. We'll dive into the NFL schedule at some point this summer. Their first Thursday night game that's going to be on Prime is Chargers-Chiefs. And anytime those two teams play together and we get Mahomes versus Herbert, it's going to be a classic. Get your popcorn for that one. Okay, enough NFL broadcasting. Another topic you guys have wanted to know is the Steelers quarterback situation. And so, Ben Roethlisberger, we all know what happened there. He retired. This was the last year miraculously leads the boys to the playoffs. I didn't expect it, so that's a successful season for me. Leads the boys to the playoffs. 
just to get blown out by the Chiefs. But you know what? I'm not mad because we were not supposed to be in the playoffs. That was supposed to be the Chargers or the Colts or any other team, and we stole that from them. I consider that a successful season. Ben retires, and now you're thinking, who are the Steelers going to get? It's very interesting. I had wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo might not be the best quarterback, but he's taken a team to the Super Bowl, and he nearly took the Niners back to the Super Bowl this year if it wasn't for Aaron Donald. So the guy knows how to win. I just want a guy that knows how to win. Another guy I was hoping for was Jameis Winston. Good guy, but I had a feeling he was going back to New Orleans all along. And I think there was another guy I wanted. I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Cam Newton, maybe? I forget. Um, but, back to my point. Oh! I remember who it was. It was Derek Carr, but that was the long shot, long shot. So, when the Steelers announced that they had signed Mitch Trubisky, formerly of the Chicago Bears, spent 2021 backing up Josh Allen in Buffalo, I was mad. I was very mad. Because, yes, I know Trubisky took the Bears to the playoffs 2021. They weren't supposed to be there. Similar to the Roethlisberger stuff. Yes, I know they won the NFC North in 18. That sounds about right. 2018. And they almost beat the Eagles if it wasn't for the double doink. But he's not a good quarterback. Now, maybe it was the coaching staff, Matt Nagy there. We'll see. So when it came to the NFL draft, I thought the Steelers have to get another quarterback here. So my hope was Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis. I would have preferred Pickett. Heisman Trophy finalist. Pitt megastar. Basically turned Pitt around. They won the ACC. I mean, they won the ACC championship this year. And they nearly beat Michigan State in the Peach Bowl. So, I thought maybe I was going to be happy with one or two. With one of those guys. I'd prefer Pickett, though. And so, I, did, I thought we'd only get one of them. But someone... In NFL sir, insider circles said, it looks like the Steelers would get both of their options. This is pre-draft, by the way. That it looks like the Steelers would get their pick of the litter at pick 20. They'd get the first quarterback. And they did. And they took Kenny Pickett. I can't tell you how happy I am that we have Pickett. I think he's the best option for the Steelers. Now, should he start week one? I don't think so. I think Trubisky should. It's almost like a Nick Foles to Justin Fields situation in Chicago. Or Andy Dalton, excuse me. Not Nick Foles. Um, yeah, so that's where I feel on that. Um, more on the Steelers later in the summer as well. Because I know Juju walked. Good for him. He's in KC. He gets to play with Mahomes. Hopefully he rekindles that 2017 magic. Uh, well, let's get to Tom Brady next. Listen, I didn't think he was going to retire after the Rams game. It sounded like he was going to stay put and play one more year. And then the week of the Rams game, you hear insiders say certain stuff, and you just think, oh, my. And then Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth during that Rams-Bucks divisional round game 
come out and say what Brady told them in their pregame production meeting. And then you think, oh my, this might, he might actually retire. But then, you know, I watched that game. Great football game, by the way. You thought Brady was going to... I thought Brady had another master comeback and then all for Matt Stafford to work some magic. Spikes the ball. Game-winning field goal. Bucks lose. I thought to myself. You know, we knowing Tom Brady as I do, he's not going to want to retire like that, losing in that fashion in the round of the playoffs. There's only one way for him to retire, and that's to win a Super Bowl. He's going to come back. So when he announced his retirement the following Saturday, I sat in my dorm room and I thought to myself, okay, he retired, but I don't think he's serious here. But he might wait a year. You know, have some time with his kids, his wife, before his kids grow up. He might sit out a year, then maybe go to Miami or something. Or back to Tampa. So, I'm on my way to spring break with my father. We went to Lexington, Kentucky. And I get the tweet notification. Brady tweets, I've unretired. And... I couldn't believe it. I thought he would unretire, but I didn't think so soon. Not sure what happened. Considering the prior day, he was at a Manchester United soccer game. And I guess Ronaldo asked him, so what's the deal? Are you coming back or what? And he was like, oh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, Brady said. So Tom Brady's back. And I know there's some people like Mad Dog Russo who are mad about this. Mad, but you have to respect what Brady's done, and we're gonna get one more year of this. Now, who knows if Gronk's gonna come back? I would think he would. Still a free agent, but he hasn't yet retired yet. They've got basically a lot of their pieces coming back, except for Antonio Brown. We'll see what happens there. But I'm all for Brady coming back and winning the soup and. Walking out as a Super Bowl champion. I think, you know, a lot of people were saying Buffalo could win it all this year, but every year it seems like when we forget about whatever team Tom Brady's playing for, whether it be the Patriots in 2018, we forgot about that, and they won it. Uh, 2020, no one gave the Bucks a chance in that Super Bowl against Mahomes. I think whatever, whenever we don't talk about Tom Brady, in terms of who's going to win the Super Bowl. He somehow finds a way to prove us all wrong and win the, and win the dang thing. So I think the Bucks actually have a legit shot to win it this year. And I actually... Them and the Rams, I think, are the two favorites in the NFC. Because I don't know what the Packers are going to be without Devontae Adams. So we'll see. AFC side will give you a quick Super Bowl synopsis. The Bills, they're the favorites. You know, the Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. He's in Miami. It's a big year for Tua down there. We'll see what happens there. You got Russell Wilson in Denver now. The Raiders are going to be good. We'll see. Let's see what Lamar Jackson's like in a contract year with Baltimore. It's going to be a very interesting football season. I can't wait to preview it here on Sports Bar Talk. Last thing, sports-wise. And then I'll give you a quick restaurant of the week or something like that. 
Rick Strike. Who had Rich Strike winning the Kentucky Derby at what? 73 to 1 odds? 83 to 1 odds? I didn't. Um. Good for, real quick, good for Sonny Leone, the jockey. Sonny, if you don't know, rides in the wintertime at Mahoning Valley Racecourse in. Youngstown, Ohio, which is about a half hour from my college, so a little personal connection there. Um, I don't think when he, I don't think he'll ever ride in Youngstown ever again, though, because now he's since he's won the big race, he'll get a ton of opportunities from top trainers and horse owners in New York, Kentucky, California. Although he's still been riding races at Belterra Park, where he's been based for the summer out in Cincinnati. So we're gonna see what he does there. But Rich Strike. Uh, we all know the story. Skip the Preakness. That was the plan all along. Going to run in the Belmont. The Belmont field looks stacked. We'll dig into that next week because the race is a week from Saturday. And also, by the way, congrats to early voting. The winner of the Preakness, Jackie Jose Ortiz. His second Triple Crown win. He won the 2017 Belmont Stakes. Makes a board taprit. So good for Jose. Alright, restaurant of the week, and I was really deliberating this. Where to take you guys for the first restaurant of the week in about nine months? Well, after careful deliberation, we're going to go to a sub-restaurant that I tried for the first time a couple weeks ago. Now, yes, it's a chain, but it's Jersey Mike's. And I've only gotten one thing from here both times I've gone. And it's the Chipotle cheesesteak. And I need to give a shout out to my guy Lem McGowan from the Madden community. Hooked me on the number 43 sandwich here, the Chipotle cheesesteak. Now, I normally get this without the onions and peppers, but you can get it. But it comes with grown onions, peppers, white American cheese, and Chipotle mayo. Best cheesesteak I've ever had from a sub shop. Not counting... Blue gray, not counting Pats, not counting Geno's, not counting the authentic Philly. Out of American chains, this is the best cheesesteak I've ever had. They put a lot of Chipotle mayo on it. And I always ask for extra cheese because I think cheese really enhances it and makes it more creamier, less dry. This was amazing. It had a, the Chipotle mayo had just the right amount of kick. And the cheese was creamy enough to. Dissolve the kick, we should say. It was very good. Now, a lot of stuff on their menu is really good, too, that I know I'd enjoy. If you don't want regular steak, you can get the chicken, Chipotle chicken cheese steak. That's number 42. They also have a regular cheese steak, regular chicken cheese steak. Uh, they have a Portabella one. That's their cheese steaks. Cold subs, they, since they're Jersey Mike's, it's going to resemble a lot like a Jersey Deli. Prescutti, Capicolo. They have Italian subs, salami, a lot of really good stuff. I cannot wait to try their tuna. I love tuna. You all know me. I love tuna. One of my favorites. And, of course, they have chips. They've got Miss Vicky's. They've got Doritos. They've got Lay's. They've got cookies. Really good stuff. Really good stuff at Jersey Mike's. 
Alright, good to be back doing Sports Bar Talk. I'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait, 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 wait real quick. In case there's ever a big new, new sports news story that breaks, I might jump on and do an instant reaction. Since I've got time on my hands now. Might jump on, might do an instant reaction. Wouldn't involve a food of the week. So, Tom Brady to retire again in the next three months, you might hear me do an episode on it. That's all I needed to say. Alright, I will see you next week on Sports Bar Talk.